parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself. What would kids do? Dance to a giant organ played by ocean waves? Yep. Camp in floating tree houses hundreds of feet off the ground? Check. Jump in a big tub of mud on purpose? Call it rejuvenation. We don't care. Just pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger. Eating thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. <sighs> it's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook cheddar. Extraordinary dairy. At Amica Insurance... We know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Are you struggling to lower your bad LDL cholesterol, even though you may be taking a statin, swapping steaks for salads, and exercising while listening to this podcast? Ask your doctor if Repatha Evolocumab is right for you. With Repatha, you can dramatically reduce bad cholesterol and the risk of another heart attack while enjoying life, too, because you're human. And with convenient self-administration, you can take Repatha in the comfort of your own home. Do not take Repatha if you're allergic to it. Repatha can cause serious allergic reactions. Signs include trouble breathing or swallowing, or swelling of the face. Most common side effects include runny nose, sore throat, common cold symptoms, flu or flu-like symptoms, back pain, high blood sugar and redness, pain, or bruising at the injection site. Visit Rapatha.com or call 1-844-RAPATHA. Talk to your doctor today about Rapatha. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I'm writer and comedian Emily Winter, and before I start this episode of Comedians with Ghost Stories, I would just like to tell my listeners that I am a trivia head, in addition to a ghost aficionado. I write for the NPR comedy trivia show, Ask Me Another. I have a book of trivia coming out next year, and during this pandemic, I've been hosting trivia hours for um, a lot of offices and friend groups. So if your office uh, is trying to figure out what to do for a virtual holiday party or holiday happy hour, feel free to email me at emcwinter at gmail and it'll be awesome. Okay, thanks. Enjoy the show. Today on the podcast, I'm super excited to have Tori Poole. Tori, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm I'm pumped because I, I do believe you are my first person podcasting from Texas and you're in San Antonio. So you grew up in a haunted house? Yeah, well, we moved into a house in San Antonio in a like a a little, I guess, sub city called Leon Valley. Okay. Um and I was in the 5th grade and we had got this house 
And I remember a lot of stuff would happen. The most notably probably was the first night and then things got progressively worse. But Oh man, how big is your family? Do you have uh, a big family? Uh, so yeah, then it was living in this house was my mom, her husband, um, my grandma and grandpa, my sister and her boyfriend, me and my brother. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's a full house. It's a full house. And the first night there, um, my mom was on the phone with her sister and she heard, uh, noises like somebody running around and she was like, Oh, those kids are messing around. I'm going to go catch them. You know, like it was the first night we were supposed to be in bed. Yeah. And she was on the second level. So her room was like at the edge of the second level. And then there was like a, a upstairs family room, like a second living room den okay. thing. And then it was my brother's bedroom and then my grandmother's room. And I was at the end of the hall. So she went into the room, like, gotcha, you know, the first room. But my brother was asleep. Oh my and she God. was like, okay. And she's on the phone, a cordless the whole time with my aunt, like, all right, I guess they're in Tori's room, you know? And she goes down to the edge of the hall and she gets to my door and she opens it and she just hears someone say, get out. <gasps> yeah. And <laughs> my mom being very feisty Latina was like, I just fucking moved in. <laughs> like yelled back and my aunt was like who are you talking to and she's like you didn't hear that and and she like looked and there was it was me sleeping you know there was nobody else there and then she like went back and she's like okay that's weird and I'm like hearing the story later I was like why didn't we get out <laughs> like it oh. clearly told us to leave you know Wow. Night and you, one. And so you were just like totally asleep for this. I was passed out. Oh I my God. Passed out. But I kept hearing her tell this story because my mother was like gossip, you know, she'd be like, this happened. But and I'm like, what are you talking about? That happened here? Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then other little things would start to happen. Like uh, her weight set was in her room. And so we would hear the weights fall. Uh, but we would go upstairs and there was nothing there. And we had moved in during the summer, so it, we all had, like, irregular schedules and stuff. But when school started, my mom was like, all right, at 7, you need to start going upstairs and showering. And I was like, okay, whatever. But the first time I went upstairs by myself, like, I remember walking up the stairs, like, just a, like a dumb kid. Like, I'm like, what? like I don't want to take a shower. And mm -hmm. then hearing someone behind me breathing deeply. <gasps> And I was like, freaked out. And I, remember, I was like, so I ran up the stairs to take a shower and like I bolted and closed the door and I was like showering. And the whole time I was showering, there was like scratching and knocking. <gasps> and I was like, so upset. I remember going downstairs and telling my mom, I'm like, look, I hear somebody behind me. There's scratching, there's knocking, there's noises. I'm scared. And she's like, they can't hurt you. <laughs> like, but I was like in the fifth grade and I was like, yeah. oh, but I'm scared. And then I started sleeping with the children's Bible, which I don't know if you know how big the children's Bible is. Cause it's like mm. illustrated. So it's like, it's like this big, it's like this. It's huge. It's gigantic. Yeah. yeah. And I had started sleeping with that. <laughs> I started getting just like, 
you know, panic because then once I, once I felt the breathing, like he was just around, right? The male. Did it feel, yeah, it felt like a male presence. Yeah, the male. And who I eventually would see out of the corner of my eye a lot. Like I would be vacuuming and then suddenly I would catch jeans and then I would look and he was gone. I would only ever see jeans, you know? Okay. Always in the corner of my eye. My mom's like, it's because you're not really looking for him. She was so cavalier about the whole thing. Like, they can't hurt you. It'll be okay. You know? So and did she keep having experiences? Yeah. Everybody in the house kept having experiences with seeming like different ghosts. So there was a man in jeans. There was always a woman crying in my grandmother's bedroom. Oh, no. Yeah. She was just always crying. You know, I used to think it was my grandma and be like, are you okay? You know, and she, it was just a woman that would stop there were always kids playing so like they were the ones that would mess with the weights so it would be like running back and forth uh things would go missing and then they would turn up in weird spaces and if i had sleepovers i had to lie like i remember we were all downstairs and they were like who's you know somebody heard somebody crying and i was like oh you know my my grandma, she just really gets into novellas and like, <laughs> they're like at oh three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, yeah. Um, Did your grandma like hear the crying when she was in the room? My grandma, there was like, uh, no, she didn't, but she would, uh, so that was weird. She wouldn't hear it, but she always felt like a chill. She always heard the scratching. Um, and one night uh, towards the... Like, I guess we had been there almost a year. Uh, my grandma got up because she heard uh, a TV really loud. And she was like, what is that? So she gets up. And so she, remember, she's like toward the back, right? Mm -hmm. And she goes through and there's my sister sleeping in that den thing with her boyfriend on the couches or whatever. And so she sees them sleeping and she's like, okay. And she goes downstairs and the TV's on just really loud. and she's like okay she turns the tv off and she goes back upstairs and then over my sister is a man who she said had red eyes <gasps> and that she was just like over my sister and that my grandmother was like you know get away from her and they taught and so that's where i got this thing with whenever i thought there was a ghost they'd always be like you have to stay in the name of jesus christ leave this house you know and so my grandma was like, in the name of Jesus Christ, leave this house. And that it just like looked at her and then went. And that she woke them up to make sure everybody was okay. And so this made my grandma like, all right, that's it. You know, they're not leaving. Yeah. They're going to exercise the house. And I was like, okay, I had seen Poltergeist. I had seen, I hadn't seen The Exorcist. I wasn't allowed to. It wasn't even allowed to be in our house because, you know, we're crazy. Catholic and like I was like how are we gonna do it and she's like you're gonna help me because she thought that the ghost was messing with me and her more than anyone like everybody else would like I was constantly there was always somebody breathing behind my back and I always oh my god this one time I had I don't know if uh you know those little Ewoks uh from Star Wars yeah I had one of those that my mom had got me and I had begged for it. Right. And I was so excited to have it. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and it was glowing and it was <gasps> like talking and I was like, ah, and like I went and I grabbed it and I remember like biting it really hard. Cause I'm an idiot kid. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and I bit it really hard and like took out the batteries and then I put it back on the thing and then it went off again <gasps> and it had no batteries in it. Oh I, my God. I remember giving it to my brother the next day for his girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, give this <laughs> to your girlfriend. I'm done. And he's like, you wanted it. I'm like, no, there's something wrong with it. You give it to your girlfriend. Oh my God. This is so, amazing. You have so many things yeah. that happen. <laughs> it was, it was so messed up though. Like it felt like it picked on my grandmother and me and I was the youngest in the house and I don't, and it felt like multiple spirits is what we all felt because of the girl crying, the kids running around and laughing, the, the weird demon thing that my grandma had encountered. Um, and like the weird noises. And so my grandma was like, uh, she got holy water. Uh, we had sage, uh, the, the bushels of sage mm -hmm. that we made. Um, and we each had Bible. Like I had my catechism one, not the big, huge one, <laughs> you know? And so I had Did my little everybody in your no, house no, no, no. do this? Just you my, two? Just me and her. Cause my mom was at work. And so everybody was like working and yeah. My grandmother was like, we're going to, we're going to take care of this. It's going to yeah. be me and you, Miha. And I'm like, all right, grandma. <laughs> and we started in my room and like, we, uh, you know, and you do the sage and in the name of Jesus Christ, leave this house. And like, and we were like saying prayers in every room and like putting the sage in every corner. My grandma's throwing holy water. And so we do my room, we do her room, we do the bathroom. I do it twice because I'm always like terrorizing the bathroom. I'm like, no, we got to do it one more time. Uh, do the bathroom again. We go to my brother's room. We do that room. We do the upstairs den thing. And then we go into my mom's room and there's like cold air immediately. Right. And my grandmother gets kind of spooked and she's like, feels different in here. And I'm like, yeah, but we're still like in the name of G I'm like, get it together, grandma. And like, we'd start doing the room and then we get to the closet and I open the closet door and it's just like rush of cold air on both of us. Like my uh -huh. hair goes back and her hair goes back and I'm frozen in terror, but she is sprung into action and she's like, adios mio and like yelling in Spanish, like you can't get me. And she fucking left me. She ran all the way down the stairs all the way across the living room and all the way outside of the house. And I was just there. Oh my God. And I was like, like, I just, I froze. Like if my knees could have been knocking, they would have been knocking. I was just like, you know, Oh my God. So what did you do? I just, I had the sage and everything. And I was like, <laughs> and I tried to like say it, but I was like stuttering and I was, and you know, I sputtered out what I could and I slowly backed out and ran downstairs and I was like, grandma, grandma. And then she wasn't anywhere in the house. And like, I went out front and she was like praying in the front lawn. And I was like, you left me. <laughs> like I'm a kid. And she's like, I'm sorry, Mika, but you have to run. And I'm like, <laughs> it was so funny and scary. And I, I remember I used to give her so much shit because she left me. Like there was no... <laughs> There was no, come on, Miha. It was like, no, I'm going to save myself. And she just took off. Wait, do you have a pet right now? Uh, I do. I have a dog. He's at the Okay. End. Okay. Because as you were saying this, I was watching the door swing <laughs> open behind <laughs> you. And I'm like, oh my God, it's still here. <laughs> yeah. I have okay. dogs. That'll come Okay. Good. That, 
that makes more sense. Um, so after you guys, after you guys like exercised the house, but didn't quite finish, what did you guys do? Well, little things still happened. We didn't see the, the, the red eyed guy, but uh-huh. it was, it was always uh, the kids playing, the woman crying, um, and the, uh, man with the jeans. And my sister was the only one who hadn't encountered the, any of the ghosts. Like she mm-hmm. would hear things, but she was like, you guys are making it up. And we're like, no, no, we're not. And there came a time when, um, you know, cause we only lived in the house for a year and they were like, well, do you want to buy it? Or, or you want to, are you going to move? And my mom weighed the options and she was like, well, the goat, like she even asked them about it. She was like, has anybody ever experienced, you know, supernatural things? And the guy's like, I mean, there have been some claims, you know, the guy was very nonchalant about it. Like he okay. was like, there have been things, you know, he didn't want to answer. And he had been like renting this out and wanted to sell it. Exactly. Okay. And there was, uh, we did go to the library and do some research. It was on old farmland. Like that whole area was old farmland. Um, and there was like an old well. And I remember telling my mom that whenever we had started messing with the well, that I felt like things got worse. And she was like, mm, you know, and, and, uh, everybody had encountered it except for my sister. And my mom was like, all right, we're, we're not going to live here. We'll look for something else. And I remember we were moving out and we were all outside and we were just kind of looking back at the house and my sister was like, oh shit. And sure enough, in the window, there was somebody in the window just looking at us and it was the man with the jeans or whatever. Cause I could see the jeans and thought I was like, there's a man, there's a man looking at us. And I was like, Oh yeah, God. finally, the last night we're here, you're going to see it. <laughs> Like, so she believes now. Yeah, she definitely believes. Uh, this is it, an incredible it story. A, it was a year of our life where it sucked. I was terrified the whole time, but it became like something that we had to get used to. My mom was pretty, she was pretty dead set on the fact that they couldn't hurt us and uh-huh. that they were just stuck and that we just had to deal with it and i was like uh do something <laughs> like the oh whole my time. god do you guys still talk about this house uh yeah we used to a lot uh, my mom actually passed last year oh sorry and, uh, oh no that's okay um and i've been waiting for her to haunt my ass you know what i mean because we were always so in tune with everything and so i kind of talk shit to her like out loud i'm like come on you know, do, yeah. do something, you know, especially uh, cause you were like the most sensitive one in the house. Like you would probably get it first. Yeah. Yeah. I even went to a psychic and I was like, look, <laughs> is she around me? And the psychic was like, you just can't see cause you're grieving. And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh. Thanks. And then she started telling me all this stuff and I was like, you need to stop lady. <laughs> was it freaky or was it just untrue? It was uh, half and half. Like, she was like, she guessed her name. She was oh. like, uh, she's like, oh, Loli? And I was like, what? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, she's sorry. She did not mean for to leave. And I'm like, oh, thank you, <laughs> lady. And then she started just talking about, like, her attitude and our dynamic. And that was pretty spot on. But then she, like, veered to another course. And I was like, no, that's not my mom. You're getting your signals mixed. But. Interesting. So do you I, believe in the psychic? I mean, the, the fact that she got your mom's name right is pretty incredible. 
Yeah, I uh, I did believe that uh, some of the stuff was pretty spot on. And I know that it's not, I do kind of like psychic, like I just had my tarot cards read uh, because it's been a long time. From fifth grade to my early 20s, we always felt spirits, you know, here and there. And um, even my aunt is very superstitious. She's always okay. like, I, I see this, like she has like visions and stuff. And I'm like, uh, can we just have dinner? You know, like, I don't wanna, <laughs> you know, but I remember when I had my son that I was more closed off. I was like, nobody's going to mess with him. I'm not going to be open to that. Okay. And I had less occasions of thinking that I was surrounded by something. Cause I used to have a lot of like, I felt like there was a lot of clutter around me and I didn't know if that was spirits or like alternate universes, but yeah, I definitely am superstitious. And I do remember, and this is kind of funny because the first house that we lived in, I thought we might have a spirit with my son. And I was like, Oh no, I've been closed off to this, but yeah. I kept, I started to hear scratching and oh, no. it triggered me in a way that I was like, no, I don't want a spirit messing with my son, you know? And I started getting really protective and he was sleeping in the bed. And one night I got up to use the bathroom and I was in the bathroom and I heard the scratching and it was like really bad. And I was like, in the name of Jesus, leave this house. Suddenly the bathroom bottom cabinet just slowly opened and I was like screaming, but a fucking huge king rat oh, came no. out. <laughs> he looked at me and he like tipped his hat and then he fucking went back <laughs> And I was like, ah, like just slamming the thing and trying to like hold it. And it was so funny. Cause I oh my was, God, worse than a ghost. It's a rat. It was a rat. Yeah. It was the worst. Uh, so yeah, that's the last uh, spooky thing that I've had happen. And, you all, and it's amazing that you like made that choice, you know, and like you can sort of decide whether or not you want to be open to this kind of thing. And I think that that has a lot to do with it. Like my aunt is constantly seeing things. There's constantly stuff in her house. Like whenever I'm there, she's like, oh my God, the other night. And she tells me something spooky. And I'm like, hey, I think that's you. <laughs> like you're inviting this stuff. Maybe don't do that, you know? And, I'll, and she's like, oh, you want to like hang out? I'm like, no, I don't want to be here. Like you're scaring me. She's oh my like, God. Well, there's always a man. And I'm like, yeah, well, tell that man to leave you alone. You know, like. <laughs> Tell that man you're not interested. I don't know. Did you feel uh, like the man in the jeans had a negative like presence? I thought he was just old and confused. Like okay. the breathing down my neck thing, like walking up the stairs and him breathing. Uh, I just, I don't know if he thought, like, cause we used to make jokes and I was like, why does he, why is he going? And then my sister's like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's time for him to take a shower too. And I'm like, that's not fucking funny. You know? And like, thinking like, well, maybe he's just watching over me. Um, but I used to get with well, the first encounters with him, I was scared because he was always breathing very deeply or always messing with things in my room, like moving things around or like, um, or dropping things off the shelf. And I just thought, I think that everyone else didn't stick around and we stayed, you know? And yeah. I never felt like he was going to harm me, but I was always very scared of whatever else was there. Do you think he was the one that said, get out? 
Or was that thing with the red eyes? I think it was that thing with the red eyes. Because yeah. he never, like, he Talked. never really spoke or anything. I think he was the one moving things all the time. And sort of just, like, following everyone around. But there was definitely a mean spirit. There was a, we would always try to think about why that lady was crying, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and the fact that sometimes we would hear kids a lot and then sometimes we wouldn't, you know? So in our mind, the kids had died and she was grieving. That was like what we thought was connected, but we had no evidence of that. That makes sense. And we had tried to look. I remember going to the library and my mom was like trying to like look. And the only thing we ever really uncovered was that that was all farmland. And mm-hmm. so that it could have easily been a grave under us or, or something like that. I still drive by there and I kind of look and I've never seen anything. Like I've told my son about it and I'm like, well, you know, this is the house we used to live in that was haunted. And he's like, you think it still is? And I'm like, I don't know. Thank you for telling your story. I, I am curious what comedians have been up to during the pandemic. So, so what have you been doing? And plug whatever you would like to plug and where can people find you on the internet? Cool. Uh, I've, been doing, I've been doing online shows. Some of them are really great. Some of them are like, ooh. Uh, the variety <laughs> ones are crazy not great. Um, other than that, like I do socially distant shows. I have a, a second Thursday on a lawn out of okay. the good kind. Uh, I usually host a monthly in a brewery. We'll see if breweries open again. I don't know. It's a wide world. But you can find me at ToriPool.com. I'm Bori Pool on Twitter and uh, Facebook, and I am Tori Bori Allegory, Allegory on the Instagram. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was so awesome. I can't wait to put this episode out. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I absolutely loved it. Um, if you want to support the pod, you can always Venmo me at emily-winter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at emilymcwinter. That's Emily McWinter because my middle name's McKenna and I'm stupid and I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have made it so complicated and I'm sorry. But it uh, lets me know that you're out there and you like it. Um, also, you can rate and review this podcast. That's always a huge help. And um, thank you so much for listening and downloading. And please tell everyone you know and have a great day. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.